Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride. Everyone, under every term, whatever you are, welcome. We're so happy to have you. We're celebrating hard. We're priding. We're monthing. We're pride monthing. Yeah, we're pride monthing. Heck yeah. I I've been I watched I finally watched Our Flag Means Death. That's how I celebrated so far. Oh, I need to finish that one real bad. Yeah, it's good. It's worth it. It's like I know the like actors, at least the two main actors I believe are straight, but listen, they did us right. There's so, a lot of rep like so overall, like actual, like respectable representation of non binary people. Like Oh, great. Yeah, so really good so and hey however you're celebrating whether you're out of the closet or in the closet or questioning we love you and happy pride month yeah the first pride was a riot um uh yeah don't forget so feel free to riot mm-hmm. legally started by a black trans woman yeah bless multiple multiple oh, trans yeah. women of color so thank trans women of color yeah and protect trans kids and all the trans people around you um tell them you love them while they're here you know and do what you can to uh, contact your representatives to protect them if you live in the u.s or <laughs> yeah um and also i don't Ooh. know if we've said this on the podcast but if you're a turf you can you don't have to listen <laughs> oh i got to i got to i got to tell um explain to my manager what a turf was it's yeah today it's a trans-exclusionary uh, radical feminist. Um, that's what the term... And we don't like that here. We don't, because our trans sisters are sisters, and we love our trans women because they're women. And our trans men are men. Yeah. And everyone who's non-binary and uh, agender, etc., they're our friends. We need to protect them. Um, what have you been reading? Well, I read a lovely little graphic novel called Graffiti's Wall. Ooh. It was written by Ram V with art by Anan Radharkishnan with lettering by Aditya Bidikar. Oh, cool. What is it about? It is um, a coming-of-age story set in Mumbai. Oh, cool. And, um... Yeah, it follows, like, three different young adults who are going through different challenges. And one of them's an artist, which is, uh, makes for some very lovely, uh, fun visuals. Because he makes graffiti walls, and they're very pretty. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very nice. It was, I really like the colors. Um, great. I really love the different, um, like, one of the characters is a poet. So, like, his writing is, like, his chapter is, like, really, like, pretty. Mm. <laughs> It's poetic. So, yeah, it's very poetic. <laughs> How about you? I didn't have time. I haven't read anything. I've been trying to finish all the other things I'm reading. Um, I, hey, I literally balance. have two library books. I'm probably going to have to return um, before I travel. Um, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but these next couple episodes will probably be a little bit exciting for everyone, um, especially us. Oh, yeah. But... Um, I do have something else before we get too far into the episode. Um, yeah, hit us. We got a request to wish somebody happy birthday. Um, 
we were contacted by uh, Momo's mom. Momo is turning 15, which is a good year. 15? Um, and oh, a great year. she is in her first year uh, back in school after because of COVID, you know? So that's another big thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, specifically shout out to uh, her warrior companion, Dr. Strange, who is a silver tabby. Um, and also, uh, I hope I'm saying this right, uh, Chiron uh, is their uh, golden retriever who um, assists Momo. And uh, her uh, mom and I'm assuming other parent uh, said we are hoping that she has a wonderful birthday and is looking forward to summer camp. Um, and we are too. Ooh. We're so happy that you are a listener, Momo, and happy birthday. Happy birthday, Momo! Yeah! So, three cheers for Momo and your 15th birthday. Hope it's great. Yeah. I hope summer camp's good. I, I like summer camp. Fan-cat-stick. Yeah. Oh, oh that that's good. Fan-cat-stick. Yeah, you know, you liked it? Okay, then that I did like work. it. I liked that. <laughs> Fan-cat-stick. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, did you ever do summer camp? Um, we did, like, summer school that was, like, four weeks, three hours a day. Mine was kind of like that, too, because there was, like, a, since my mom was a teacher, there was, like, a care, like, a daycare service with the school, and I just remember I did it when I was older, because I was the art student as well. Like, I helped the uh, younger kids do art, so. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, our, um, our parents worked. Yeah. During the summer, so we'd go there. Um, we'd go on the bus in the morning and come mm-hmm. back and hang out a bit. And I also did Bible school, all good. which was, you know, fun. They cover all the fun stories. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I guess I did go to, they called it vacation Bible yep, school. That, yep. 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 I went to, uh, yeah, I think summer camps can uh, be fun. Good old VBS. No matter like what kind of summer camp they are. I was just, like, thinking about yeah. that. I was like, man, summer camp. They should have that for adults. I remember we work. Um. <laughs> I mean, they do have retreats. That's true. That like, there is, like, adult summer adults? camp. Um. Like, my friend went to, like, a women's writing workshop, and she got to do, like, archery. Yeah, my and, sister you know, did, like, a, a, together. A, pre- a, a printing, spree printing retreat. Um, but... Let's go. Yeah, so there is summer camp for adults if you have time, I guess. Yeah, so let's go to summer camp for cats. Yeah, <laughs> summer camp for cats because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Remember where we left off? Uh, right. So we found out, well, she told us, um, Mothwing's like, hey, uh, I don't believe in your gods. Uh, okay, bye. And then, like, like was gonna tell us something about her moth's wing, like, vision. And then, like, got interrupted. And honestly, um, <laughs> she kind of just used that. She's like, oh, your mentor's calling you. Bye. But in reality, I, I think it would have been fine if uh leaf pot just said one minute one minute cinder uh cinder pelt i gotta i gotta talk to my friend because like they're both medicine cats <laughs> um and then before that uh, 
no, after that, we had, we're in dream, we're in dreamland right now, and we just ran into, oh, God, we ran into Crowfeather, um, who was dreaming of his girlfriend, and rather than his girlfriend showing up, um, <laughs> the not girlfriend, the, uh, <laughs> our so, number was, one not girlfriend. I was about to call her a femcel. <laughs> Yeah, I I just watched a documentary about how like the incel movement started, and it was actually started by a woman. Um, because here's the thing: it used to not be like as misogynistic and as radicalized. It was just like a group of people who are like, "I'm dealing with like this mental health stuff. I'm dealing with this, and like I haven't like dated anyone, and I'm older, and I feel like kind of paranoid about that." And like it actually started out as like, you know, and then. It got radicalized and, um, it's terrifying. It got bad. And like a lot of the earlier folks who were part of it kind of dropped out and like, aren't really part of it anymore. I thought it was interesting. So that was just on my mind. Um, I won't make that joke because, um, the, the incel movement is not a movement I want to be associated with. Um, or I even want to joke about yeah. these fictional characters being part of. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, so, but that was kind of weird, and, um, I don't remember what exactly she, she, like, said something and then ran off, and I think we're chasing her. I don't remember what exactly we're she- We're chasing her right now. Yeah. What did she say? She, like, mentioned something? What did our spotted leaf say to us? She said that, um, starlight on the water will show her where to go. And Leafpaw asked if she meant the lake, and she said, no, you must seek a different path this time. Oh, we also did find a medicine cat, like, place, which was nice. What? We found, like, a medicine cat, uh, like, the medicine cat, like, uh, area for the Thundercats, their den. Oh, yeah. And I, I got, yeah. I got really excited, because I was like, oh, cool, the cave. And then I was like, oh, I should have known better, because it's literally in the middle of their camp, and, um... It's strange how the apparently Star Clan knew enough to not put like the chosen area in anyone's camp so far, <laughs> but they uh, can't so far. tell us where it is. <clears throat> I'm rolling my eyes. But where's Spotted Leaf going? Yeah, let's follow her. Let's chase that starlight if that's what she means. Yeah, well, Leaf Paw races after her, and she's running uphill beside a starlit stream. She can't see Spotted Leaf, but her sweet scent hung in the air, guiding her. She hears the sound of tumbling water, and when she looks down into the stream, she feels as if she'll drown in starlight. Oh. Spotted Leaf, where are you? she cries, and it echoes around the rocks, shattering the noise of the waterfall. I was not. Leaf Paul makes a gift. I didn't pay attention huh? to where we were going, so we are not going to be able to find our way back. <laughs> uh, so, Leafpaw wakes with a gasp. She lets out a hiss of frustration. <laughs> she feels the urge to run, to climb the hills, to find the sparkling stream. Do it! Cinderbell is sleeping in her nest. Wake her up! So Leafpaw slips out of the brambles. Oh. Okay, I was kind of... Hoping, I mean, here's the thing. Cinderpelt knew your dad and, like, 
didn't really go on too many adventures with him, but I'm sure she would have been down for it. Yeah, but I know maybe, maybe, maybe Leaf Paw's like, I don't know exactly what this is, so I'm going to check it out before I get anybody excited. No, no, that's, that's flawed logic. Why would you not go to your mentor and be like, hey, I don't know what this is. Do you want to go check it out with me? So we together, you with more knowledge than me, man, she like, Leaf Paw is a little bit arrogant. Uh, I, that might be, listen, that might be a little bit div- divisive to say, but here's the thing. She's still an apprentice. She might have like this crazy, crazy connection with Star Clan, but like, girl, you're still learning the ropes. I don't know why she wouldn't go to her mentor about this. Consider. She is her father's daughter. Yeah, so she's and arrogant. Like, she's dumb. a little bit arrogant. <laughs> like, uh, and, like, I I didn't, I've, like, I've called, I called out Fire Paw, Fire Claw, or no, that wasn't his name, Fire, uh, fi- what was his name? Oh, oh, fire- I don't know, what was his name? Fireheart, jeez. There you go. That like very proud of you. Sounds wrong now, but um, Fireheart was also pretty arrogant. I often more called him stupid, but goes hand in hand. Like Leafpaw, you're being kind of dumb right now, honey. Yeah, but she has shown some better reasoning skills. So sometimes, but lately, not a lot. Lately, it's been in question. She's She's been a lot more like her papa recently. And I'm not saying she, like, has to talk to her, um, like, mentor for everything, but I feel like right now, I don't see why not. This is kind of important. Like, she hasn't yeah. brought any of her dreams, like, very important dreams to her mentor, really, at all. Like, her freaky prophecy? Like, uh, like I feel like that's, like, the whole point. They recognize that she has this power, and we're gonna put her in training to help her hone that. Uh, but if she just, like, sits on it and is, like, uh, like, sitting on it, that's not good. You're not going to learn. Yeah, how are you going to learn? So. <sighs> All right. Let's go. All right. It had rained heavily earlier, but now the sky was clear and filled with stars. The wind stirs the branches, and she hears Spotted Leaf's voice among the rustling. Oh. I am here. Come to me. And she silently tells her that she will, and to wait for her. Leafpaw heads towards the camp entrance. Halfway there, a tortoiseshell shape appears from behind the ferns. Leafpaw's breath catches. Spotted Leaf, is that you? Leaf paw? Okay, good. I was like, I want it to be anyone it's else. It's Sorrel Tail. Yes. It's Sorrel Tail. Okay. Or BFF. Well, you know what? Now it's really now it's a real fire uh fire heart special here. What what's more uh what's more fire heart than finding going on an a a unprecedented adventure with your best friend? Exactly. Sorrel Tail asks her where she's going. And Leafpaw says she isn't sure, but she's had a message from Star Clan. She needs to find their new Moonstone place. Wow, we should go back and tell your mentor. 
Now, Swirltail asks, can't it wait until morning? No, Leafpaw insists. She needs to follow a stream filled with starlight. Then, Sorreltail is coming with her. Good. Leafpaw hesitates. No. Would Starclan mind if she brought a warrior, not a medicine cat, with her? What? But she remembers that... She remembers that all cats, including warriors, would go to the Moonstone at least once. Yeah! It should be fine. And also, wait a minute. You were just going to go, but why, why, why would you? If if the problem is she's not a medicine cat, why would you not just go back at your? Well, it's not like Leafpaw really knows where she's going. So it would be nice to have Sorreltail along, you know, if any trouble arises. Something stinks here of ableism. Ooh, yeah, maybe a bit. Because that last sentence, like, why wouldn't she bring a medicine cat? Like, we have one. We have one right there. One who would probably be really good for finding, like, the Moonstone place. But the only difference between her and your friend, besides, uh... Actually, no. Literally, the she's more qualified. The only difference is that one of them is disabled. <laughs> okay. I mean, and one of them caught her. So. Right. That that's another thing. Yeah. Mm. No. It's, I don't know. Mm. I mean, I just I, I mean, don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. But if she was like, "Huh, I should bring someone else with me." Oh, but oh no, not you, Sortel. Actually, this is dumb. I should go grab my mentor. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Would have been maybe a that's idea. a little bit of a stretch, but come on, come on. <laughs> Fawn then Leafpaw leads the way to the Thorn Tunnel. Brackenfur is on guard. He asks where they're going. <laughs> Just out, Sorreltail says. Without but me? But Leafpaw thinks he deserves... Huh? Without me? Where's my hug? Oh. I'm just kidding. Brackenfur's better than that. Well, He's more like, oh my god, where are you going? Leafpaw thinks he deserves an explanation if he's gonna let them leave in the middle of the night. Why? So she tells him. Hmm. I don't. I. I'm. I'm really. Why is she not telling her mentor? Oh, because it's dumb. Well, she tells him that she's had a sign from Star Clan. She needs to find the new Moonstone. Brackenfur still looks uncertain, though. He says it's too dangerous for them to go out before daylight. They hardly know this territory yet. Can't you trust us? Sorreltail pleaded. Can't he trust her? Oh. She'll bring... She'll bring Leafpaw home safe, she promises. Sorreltail and Brackenfur exchange a long look. At last, he nods. Okay, but be careful. Doesn't he think they can look after themselves? Sorreltail asked, flicking him lightly across the ears with her tail. Brackenfur lets out an amused purr. Sorreltail, he says, if any cat can look after herself, it's you. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> Leafpaw takes the lead. She reaches the stream that marks the border between ThunderClan and WindClan. It looks nothing like the sparkling stream she ran beside in her dream. Leafpaw bounds up the slope and stops at the edge of the trees. In her dream, she was on a hillside. They needed to leave the trees behind. 
Sorrel Tail is panting. Where next? Up, Leafpaw answers. So they follow the boundary stream up the hill. And when Leafpaw closes her eyes, she can feel two cats flanking her. Her best friend, Sorrel Tail, and Spotted Leaf. For some invisible reason. but for the faintest brush of her fur and a hint of her sweet scent so they follow the stream into the hills and on the way Leafpaw tells Sorreltail about her dream they come to a cleft in the hills the valley was lined with gorse and bracken Sorreltail looks tired but Leafpaw feels as if she could run forever the sound of rushing water surges in her ears. She's grown so used to hearing its echo that it took her several heartbeats to realize she could hear it in the waking world. Come on, she calls to Sorreltail. They're almost there. Leafpaw scrambles upwards on the damp rocks. The peaks are lined with the first sign of dawn, but the stars still shone brightly in the sky. Hurry, she calls to Sorreltail, before the starshine fades. She turns to run onward and freezes. There's a cat standing above her. Was it another medicine cat who had also been guided there? No. I was like, do we know our, like, uh, territory well enough to know if we're in someone else's yet? <laughs> <laughs> we left the territories behind. Oh. But um, it's Spotted Leaf. It's Spotted Leaf above her. Oh, Sorry. well, what was the point of... Okay. Just drama for drama. <laughs> Waiting patiently for her, trusting Leafpaw to find this place, even though she had lost her in the dream. Leafpaw leaps up to join her, and they stand on the bank of a stream, pouring down a deep channel into the rocks. Starlight glitters on the surface as it spilled over the stones. We're here, Leafpaw breathed. We found it. Spotted Leaf urges her to follow. Leafpaw tells Sorreltail, Quick! Spotted Leaf is here! Sorreltail asks, Where? Who? She can't see her. Is that a problem? You know, Sorreltail actually is uh, Spotted Leaf's niece. I didn't know that. No, I mean, Sorreltail doesn't know that either, probably. I, I was and like, I, was I like, don't, I think don't it... even know if Sorreltail knew her. That's why I said who. And I was like, oh, she might know her, but doubt. She didn't She didn't know her, no, but um, Sorreltail's mom was uh, Spotted Leaf's sister. Uh... Yeah. I'm like so bad at timeline stuff. I I don't know how. No, no. This or... was this was established in like, uh, I guess we might have talked about it very briefly in Blue Star's prophecy, but ah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of. I mean, it, it makes sense that then she looked like Spotted Leaf because they're related. Oh, nice. Yeah, like Leaf was, was like Spotted Leaf, and it's like no. I mean, I don't think it was, because Booster's <laughs> Prophecy wasn't written yet, but let's pretend. Let's pretend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sorreltail can't see her. Is that a problem? Leafpaw gently draws a tail over Sorreltail's eyes. No, of course not. Spotted Leaf can she see that she's here. That's all that matters. Trust me, your... she's with oh, us. Why did you put your tail over my eyes? Don't do that. 
God, I get Casper there. Ugh. Spotted Leaf turns and follows the stream upwards, and the stream vanishes behind thorn bushes. Leafpaw spots a tiny gap in them and ducks beneath. It's just barely enough to squeeze through. Leafpaw emerges at the edge of a steep hollow. It's much smaller than the camp's hollow. It was clear of gorse and bramble and sloped gently with moss-covered rocks. Only on the far side was a sheer cliff. Water bubbled from a cleft halfway up and splashed into a pool at the center of the hollow. The surface of the pool danced and glittered with starlight. It was the most beautiful place Leafpaw had ever seen. Nice. That's probably a good sign. Spotted Leaf beckons her to the edge of the water, and Leafpaw follows a narrow spiraling path down to the pool. Sorrowtail asks if this is it. Leafpaw thinks so and tells her Spotted Leaf wants her down at the pool. Sorrowtail asks if she should come, but Leafpaw thinks that she should go alone the first time. The path Leafpaw walks is dimpled with ancient paw prints, too oh. many to count. She feels her paws slip into the marks left by cats many, many moons before. They were long gone. But Leafpaw's fur tingles to know they had once been there. So that's interesting. Hmm. What? She stands. <laughs> I can't tell like, what's stands. real and not, because things are so like, ooh, dream a bit today. Oh, these are, these are real. These are real paw prints. Okay. Oh, okay. She stands beside Spotted Leaf at the edge of the pool. Spotted Leaf tells her to look at the water. Would you like to hit me with a cat fact before we uh, look into look this into water? Look into the water? Okay. Yeah. Alright, I want you to imagine, everyone, that I, I'm taking off my hat and I'm putting it in my hands. Um, folks, it's time. After covering the lovely Tom Billy last episode, I, I decided it's, it's finally time for me to answer this siren call. Um, the cat fact series you all knew one day was going to come uh, that would have to happen and really it, it's been written in the stars since we even started the cat fact section of this podcast yeah it, it's time that we dive into cat memes Whew. okay okay as you may have guessed this is a rich, rich vein of content. Um, yeah. In my in my preliminary research, uh, 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 just listing all the memes I I've encountered in the wild and ended up uh, with a list of twenty eight subjects. Um, and those are just the ones I've encountered on the English speaking side of the internet. Uh, do know I was born in nineteen ninety five, so I was pretty much unfortunately on the internet through the life and death of a lot of these memes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I I'm not saying we're going to do all 28 subjects before I decide I need a break from it, because that's really how I decide. <laughs> like, when we're switching, I'm like, oh, I'm sick of talking about this. Um, but it, it it's probably going to be an ongoing CatFax series for a bit. Maybe we'll get through all 28. Maybe there'll be more than 28. Maybe there'll be fewer. I don't know. 
kind of depends what I find because I just was listing them. I haven't researched every single one of them and, you know, I might choose to omit some. Um, yeah. I do, however, have a disclaimer. Ooh. Oh. When we're talking about internet culture, especially early internet, I need you all to know that we are not condoning or endorsing where some of these memes arose from. Some of these websites, origins, etc. are ableist, racist, and just generally not great places to be or have been. Um, I will do my best to call it out when it's noted, uh, but understand that often the history can be well hidden or downplayed and I might not know. I'll do my best to try and uh, you know, call it out, but, uh, yeah. just know that, you know, I'm reporting, not endorsing and good. Great. Cool. So I am going to try to go in as chronological of an order as possible. Uh, oh, so we're diving back, baby. We're going and, and there's probably stuff earlier than this, but this is just, um, from what I was kind of finding, um, Shout out to knowyourmeme.com. <laughs> That's kind of where I had to go. Uh, Maureen, can you guess who our first subject is? Is it Long Cat? Close. Even earlier. Because uh, you might be hungry. You might need to ask, can I have a cheeseburger? Oh my gosh, I was definitely thinking about that when you said life and death of internet. Like, being on the internet? Yeah. I was yeah. on that site. So, um, or rather, I should say, I can has cheeseburger is, like, the official name, but, uh. I can has cheeseburger. Yeah. Um, so this actually didn't start out as can I has cheeseburger. Uh, we're going, I'm gonna, like, be touching on a lot of the low cats, or LOL cats, um, <laughs> uh, and that's like a whole other thing to describe, but, uh, this meme and specifically is known as happy cat. Um, so to describe it, um, it is a, uh, uh, like a blue British short hair with big brown eyes, uh, smiling and with, uh, the text on top, uh, in white, so this cat's like sitting and they're saying, I can has cheeseburger, question mark. <laughs> and, and you know what? Uh, this was in 2003. And that was hilarious. Oh, that was so funny. It was funny. the best. Oh, so classic. So, um, so cute. So let's dive into what, how this happened. Um, Happy Cat um, is a little cat. Um, and it originated from earliest what we can find. On Something Awful in 2003, which was a website, forum, people posted images. Um, I, I, I wasn't on this website uh, that much. I just know it's, like, where a lot of these things popped up from. Um, it, 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 was, it, was a, it was a comedy website, um, and it's, it's one of the oldest forums on the internet um, that still technically exists. Um and it's speculated that the happy cat was originally posted there. Um, and it wasn't until 2007 where the caption with, uh, I can has cheeseburger, um, as like a lil cat was posted and it kind ah. of became a meme from there. So where did happy cat come from? So 
the cat image actually comes from a Russian cat food company called Happy Cat. So that's where the Happy Cat name comes from. Oh. Um, it The cat was not, like, the first mascot for this company, um, but it, like, did, like, gain popularity in 2003, so that's most likely when they started using it. Um, who the actual cat in the photo is is a little divisive. Um, there are different reports. Um, some say that it was a British shorthair named Frank, who was um, lived through 1994 through 2007. And then a different source said this cat's name is Misha, who was born in 2003. Um, but uh, either way... Uh, According to the earliest a happy findings, cat. this cat as a meme was posted first in 2003 on something awful uh, by the user Fancy Cat. Um, <laughs> and uh, You're the Man Now uh, dog, which is another like early uh, YTMND, another early meme birthplace of the internet, um, also <laughs> points to something awful as the happy, uh, as the uh, where happy cat, uh, happy cat came from. Um, and there, we don't actually, like, know if the user Fancy Cat does exist there, like, on Something Awful. Um, like, there's oh. no, like, actual, because there was, like, a lot of good recording of stuff. Um, yeah. there is, like, a Fancy Cat with a space in the middle user since 2002, so perhaps that's who mm. did it. Um, Anyway, the, the earliest, like, for sure, we know this was posted, this was, um, like, in 2004. Anyway. All right. It became the little cat um, in, like, 2007. Um, and the it also, like, uh, gained popularity on, like, different, like, sort of meme events, like, not even Doom music, which was, like, a whole thing on You're the Man Now, dog. <laughs> it's, like... It's a lot to get into, but just know this guy's image was everywhere. Most famously, though, he was known for the Icon Has a Cheeseburger. Icon Has a Cheeseburger mm. actually evolved. Um, and the image, the, like, meme image, is... Uh, became a, a blog website by um, Eric Nakagawa, who was Cheeseburger. Um... <laughs> I believe that's his username. Uh, he was from Hawaii, and his friend uh, Kari Una Basami, uh, known as Tofu Burger, um, and they created the website um, in May 2007. Um, had like over a million hits, like by May of that year, and it basically would make like animal images in, in like with lull speak is what we would call it, and uh, make memes gosh I, <laughs> what was the website called uh, it was called i can has cheeseburger gosh i think i went on that as a child Yeah, it, it was made in january and like was had like a million hits by like may of that year so i would not be surprised i'm wow. pretty sure i went on that website um yeah it, pretty much like the 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 format was that like users would submit it it would be an image of a cat and then specifically with the impact font, it has to be the impact font. Yes. Um, and they would like say something like, uh, there's going to be other cats that we're going to talk about who were low cats. Um, and so 
there was like a voting system you could like give an image one to five cheeseburgers um and it like had like different trends um many of which we're going to be covering so it's kind of important that we cover i can has cheeseburger as like how it was created um i don't know if uh eric originally made the image on something awful like the the i can has cheeseburger um yeah uh, that but he ran went with it so from yeah he took it and ran yeah power to you so it it's that's just kind of how memes were uh eventually the uh a group of investors acquired the blog um and it is also under the same place that had know your meme is part of um or mm. was part of in 2016 it was acquired by a literary me- literally media not literary media literally media um <laughs> Yeah, so it's iconhas.cheeseburger.com. It still exists today. Um, and they Less. are like, yep, this is where, this is, this is it. This is, this is where it started. Yep. We're, the, <laughs> we're those memes. So you can make your own. Um, and you can have cheeseburger. You can. You can have cheeseburger. You burned it. <laughs> so, Yeah. Uh, the, so it's, it's kind of interesting seeing how an image, it, and it's, it's something we're going to get into more next week of like memes and ownership and oh. how that is interesting. Cause like, I would say memes back in the day were like a community thing, but next week we're going to be talking more about a meme that was created by one specific person, then used by a lot of people and then kind of reclaimed recently, but in a way I have some, mm, feelings about so all right yeah uh i can ask cheeseburger i'm not like 100 percent if like the literal creator is the person who made the website but hey at that time it was kind of it was literally the wild west and i didn't yep. see any history of like people being sued so i'm gonna assume whoever did make the meme was like whatever cool <laughs> have if fun guys if it wasn't um if it if it, if it was not actually eric <laughs> Oh, I, I should mention there were like spin-off things um from I Can Has a Cheeseburger. I should just mention that. Uh like there was a book, um, which I'm pretty sure I've seen, like a lolcat oh. collection, uh I Can Has Cheeseburger, the collection, and then there was like another book and uh Fail Blog was another spin-off site that had their own book. Um there was a reality TV show on Bravo. Um Excuse me? Uh, yeah? I... What did it, they... What did they do? It... It was from 2012, and it, it followed Ben Ha and his staff as they created new content for the site. I don't... It sounds really boring. Um, yeah, it does. I didn't, I didn't really dive into it. I was just like, huh, interesting. It's a lot. It, it was literally just like an image of a cat. With the impact font specifically, <laughs> and it changed the world. It did. It did. Um, and I remember being on there. Oh yeah, same. Anyway, so that was our, anyway. that was our first one. 
we'll, we'll get more in depth as we go. That one was like, it's a lot of these, some of these I might cover more than one per episode just because some of them yeah. are maybe just like a little less mysterious <laughs> as we go yeah. um, or weren't, didn't, weren't as successful properties. But um, yeah, I can ask cheeseburger. Yeah. <sighs> well, okay, right, are you ready for this pool? Can I have Moonstone? Can I have Moonstone? I hate it's like cringy, all right. but I can't like it's like we were all it was all all of us were doing it like so yeah 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 this was like my middle school experience like age 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 seven to fifty everyone on the internet was laughing at those all right so can I has moonstone Leaf Paul looks down and the ground beneath her lurches instead of stars. She saw the reflections of countless cats, their pelts shimmering in the moonlight. Oh. Their eyes gleamed expectantly at her, as if they had known she would come. Okay. When Leaf Paul looks up, the warriors of Star Clan lined the hollow's sloping sides. Their eyes glittered like tiny moons, and their fur tipped with the glitter of frost. Spiderleaf tells her to not be afraid. They've been waiting for her to find her way to them. And Leafpaw isn't afraid. All she feels is the warmth and goodwill of the starry gazes fixed on her. Most of these cats were strangers to her. But in one of the front rows, she saw Dappletail looking graceful and beautiful. Dappletail nods in welcome and gestures to the water's edge. Two kits were playing together, and when they got close, she recognized Holly Kit and Larch Kit, and a half-grown cat reached out to nudge them away from the water's edge. It's Shrewpaw, and Leafpaw thinks with excitement how she must tell Ferncloud. She'd be so happy to hear that all her kits were safe in Star Clan. Oh, God! Where were all of you? Here? One cat is missing. Oh. Leafpaw searches the hollow. But there's no sign of Graystripe. Did that mean he was still alive? Probably. I hope so. Mm. I, I'm a believer! Across the pool, a gray-blue warrior rose to her paws. She reminds Leafpaw of someone. Of course, she's the spitting image of Mistyfoot. It must be Blue Star. Hey, girl. Oh, hey, girl. What's up? Blue Star welcomes her. They are delighted to welcome her here. This is where the medicine cats will share tongues with Star Clan and where leaders will receive their names and nine lives. It's beautiful, Blue Star, Leafpaw whispered. Thank you for sending Spotted Leaf to help her find it. And that's what you say. Yeah, we've been trying to reach Mothwing for days. <laughs> you know, Mudfur was the last one to die, so, you know, we've had him just knocking on her door. Blue Star says she must go back and tell all the clans. But first, there's a friend who would like to speak to her. 
Feathertail picks her way to Leafpaw. Oh, hey! And she touches oh, noses with her. Oh, this is okay. Leafpaw thought they'd left her with the tribe of Endless Hunting. Feathertail explains that she walks in two skies now, with the tribe's ancestors and her own. Oh! Huh! But wherever she is, she'll never forget the clans. She hesitates. Especially Crowfeather. Leafpaw tells her that he misses her very much. He chose his warrior name for her. Feathertail purrs. Yes, she was watching. She was so proud. He'll make a great warrior. She bends close to Leafpaw. Tell him not to grieve. Okay. Feathertail will always love him, but there will be many, many moons before they meet again. And for now, he must live with his clanmates in their new home. And he cannot be blind to the cats around him for all that time. Leafpaw promises that she'll tell him. Feathertail dips her head and turns away. The warriors of StarClan begin to fade until they are little more than a starry sheen around the hollow. Leafpaw catches one more breath of Spotted Leaf's scent until that fades too. The sky is growing brighter. Sorreltail is standing at the top of the hollow, looking down. Leafpaw runs up to join her. Did she see them? Leafpaw asks. <laughs> see who? StarClan! They were all around the hollow. She spoke to Bluestar and Feathertail. Sorreltail looks bewildered. She says she saw a bright mist rising from the pool. Leafpaw says that must have been them. This okay. is the <laughs> Yes, that was it. Sorreltail asks if she's sure. And at that moment, rays of moonlight caught the surface of the water, making the hollow glow with pure white light. Here we go. Yes, I am sure, Leafpaw says. They no longer have a moon stone, but a moon pool. Oh, cool! Yeah! We've evolved. And she turns to Sorreltail, feeling her fur glitter with starlight. We found it. This is where the clans are meant to be. Woo! Woo! Would you, uh, would you like a taste of chapter 18? Just a little, just a little taste? Let's do it. <laughs> Brambleclaw's hunting with Dustpelt and Thornclaw. He doesn't even mind that Squirrel Flight isn't with him. <laughs> Not at all. He doesn't, he doesn't mind at all. If she's determined to fight with him, that's her problem. She never worried about his relationship with Tawny Pelt, so why is she so worked up about Hawkfrost? Like, dude, it's because Hawkfrost is a mega tool. Yeah, and Tawny Pelt's like a mega tool in a cool way. Tawny Pelt's just cool. She's just mega cool. She's mega cool. Hawkfrost is the mega tool. Yeah. Like, it's it's not, it's, she doesn't, it's not because of your dad. Yeah. It's because Hawkfrost is just kind of a yeah. smarmy oh my God. snake. You think if she had a problem with your dad, she wouldn't date you, dude. Right? Whatever. Because, yeah. She's known who your dad is her whole entire whole life. time. And has been fine with it. 
But Hawkfrost? He's bad news. He's off. In my opinion. Stinky. Well, they're actually farther from camp than they had ever explored before. They had been too busy organizing the hollow, and they had found plenty of prey to feed everyone, which is nice. But now they're ranging further, exploring the more distant parts of their territory. They're along the edge of a two-leg path. And it makes Brambleclaw uneasy. He says out loud that it's too much like a thunder path. Thornclaw tastes the air and says he doesn't think it could be. There's no scent of two legs or monsters. And he's right. There isn't even a stale scent. So this place is like, if two legs were on this path, it was a very long time ago. And so. Brambleclaw spends some time puzzling over what is probably just an abandoned road to the quarry, you know. So, you know, the abandoned quarry, abandoned road, that eh, makes sense. Yeah. It's probably Not like that they a, know, it's but probably, is, know. It, is it like a dirt road? Yeah, I think it's like a gra- probably like a gravel or dirt road. Got it. Dustpelt catches a vole, and they keep walking along the side of the path. They all seem reluctant to set their paws on anything made by two legs, even if it was long ago. Dustpelt hisses, and Brambleclaw follows his gaze through the trees. He can just make out the stone walls of a two-leg nest. Thornclaw says there's still no scent. These two-leg things, they don't smell like two legs. He looks to Brambleclaw and asks him what he wants to do. Part of Brambleclaw wants to run back to camp as fast as he can. But they need to know everything about their new territory. Let's go take a look, he decides. And uh, we can we can wait to see oh if God. that's a good idea. We're gonna die. We're doomed. Well, folks, if you want to join us in our doom <laughs> feel free to follow us on instagram or twitter we are wcwitcast on both of those places and if you want to email us directly you can do so at wcwitcast at gmail.com um and if you want to help the podcast out you can say hey share this with a friend and tell them yeah that this is the episode where we finally talk about cat memes oh and we also found moon pool but finally that's like, I guess. Yeah, we also find God again. (laughs) We found God again. Woohoo! Good thing after last episode we were having some doubts. But that was last episode. It's fine. Nothing's gonna go wrong. last episode. We're okay. Ah. No, everything's good. Thanks, Spotted Leaf. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) Because I remember Heart. I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?